for your blessing. Thank you for your peace. Thank you for your love. Thank you for what you are doing. Thank you for what you will do. Lord, we are grateful. Take all the glory. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. And so, Father, bless us this morning. Make this service a sweet service. Help us to enjoy your word. Let your name be glorified. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Please be seated. God bless you in Jesus' name. Let's say I five to at least two people around us. Say, welcome to church. You are looking good. Hallelujah. Come on, shout hallelujah. Come on, shout the loudest hallelujah. Okay, let me first and foremost appreciate you for rejoicing with us on Friday as my daughter become a qualified medical doctor. MBBS Lautech. We give all the glory to God. We thank God for the journey so far. Yesterday, she posted a picture of me and herself on a matriculation day. Eight years ago, eight and a half years ago, and the one that I took when she was doing uh, uh, graduation induction on Friday. And it was a joyful moment for me to see my little girl becoming a medical doctor. <laughs> well, let me tell you something emphatically here this morning to all the father. There's nothing to be achieved in life than the achievement of your children. You never can describe the joy that you have when you invest in your own children and they become somebody important in life. I, I think it was talk where I was talking to after the dog. I said, were you inside? He said, no. I said, I would have loved you to be inside the all to catch the emotional moments times that we shed tears of joy, times that they start appreciating us so that you know how to invest in your children. And I'm still encouraging all of you mothers and fathers here, please, I have laid a good example for you. Follow me and see the reward. Don't ever feel that any child is not good enough to be invested in. You are the first prophet over your children's life. Stay with them. Be with them. Train them. Support them. Encourage them. Work for them. I'm happy, me and my wife, we cooperated to bring something beautiful out of Omobar's life. We are very, very happy. And we are happy that we are reaping the joy. The joy, the fulfillment. You know, I used to tell my wife jokingly, not that I'm being partial, that anytime I give my children money, I always enjoy supernatural blessing. That is the truth. There's no time that I invest in them that I will not get a blessing back. Even when I give them, I will get the blessing. When they obtain good result, I will also get the blessing. I know for some of our students, I've helped you to call your parents. But there are some parents here this morning and are speaking to you. 
Don't let us do the principle of abandonment. Don't abandon your children when they need you. Don't say that you are chasing fame. You are chasing even ministry because some of them are hearing me all over the world, my children. Don't chase anything and abandon any of these children. They want more than that, your investment. Talk to them, cancel them, see their potentials and help them to become great in life. You can say the journey is long, but lo, it is usually very short. Before you know what is happening, they are graduates, they have gone to their own houses. Please do whatever you can do to make sure that they can start in future among their peers. Do whatever you can do under God. Give them the legacy that will make them travel all around the world and become a blessing to their generation. And the Lord will help you in Jesus' name. I know some of you are laboring. If you need to pray, pray. If you need to cry, cry. If you need to sweat more, sweat more. That is the only thing we can have in this country and we can be proud of. Please invest in the life of your children. I tell you sincerely, it is sweet. It is very, very, very sweet. It is very, 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 very sweet. And I'm praying for you, members of Abundant Grace Church, you will not regret over any of your children in Jesus' name. No matter how great you are, they become greater than you in the name of Jesus. The Lord will help them to succeed in Jesus' name. I've pastored fathers, I've pastored students, and I've pastored mothers that will come to my office, both in Lautech and in pastoral office, and cry when they see the result of their children. And I can feel the pain. And I've seen fathers that are extremely proud and joyful over their children. I'm praying for you that you have joy over your children in the name of Jesus. One of my bosom friends is in Lagos. I call him to order at a time. I said, you are sending your children to go and live with other family. You are busy traveling the world. Thinking that you are winning so you will lose your own family. Stay at home. Your church begin the house. Your church begin the house. The family church is the first church. The family, stay at home with these children. They need you now. Invest in them. Make sure they are strong. And they can become a giant tomorrow. And he said, Amos, I can never forget that day you called me. I changed my orientation. And he started investing in the life of those guys. And they are very, very good now today. Please, all of you that are laboring, don't give up. Luckily for us, we have some academicians here, people that can help you. If you have any problem now, cry, let us know. We even have teachers here. We have people that can help you here. Cry now, so that you will not cry later. If your children are already in JSS1, JSS2, SS1, it is time now to build don't give up. And permit me to say this. Don't throw them into a boarding house thinking that one teacher will help you their destiny. Don't say you don't have time. You will have time later. Now I have time. My children are all grown up. There was a particular week. It was only me and my wife in our duplex. Don't say you don't have time. Now I have time now. 
sit down with them, cancel them, they will discuss the affair. You know, we have a lot of testimony concerning Omoba. You know, and one of the people that was speaking to us during the induction said, yeah, you are bagging the certificate, but the glory belongs to your parents. Yeah, and I said, that is true. The joy and the glory actually belong to us. Even though we did not read medicine, we are the brain behind the medicine. <laughs> the encouragement, the investment, the word, the prayer. So that is the truth. The glory, see? Today is the day of your parents. And I pray your own day of joy will come in Jesus' name. I wish I can preach a whole sermon how to make our children big, how to help them to achieve their potential. By all means, we have said in men's fellowship that you should be your children's friend. Find a way to talk to them. Maybe some of them are passing through emotional trauma from their teachers. Don't ask them to keep quiet. Listen to them. If you need to change their school, please change it. Change. I changed Omoba school. I changed Adolu Secondary School three or four times. I changed Tosin School. I do not believe a school is successful until my own child is successful. Except your child is number one in that school. That's why you are part of the school. Why should your child be taking middle class, middle position, and you are still paying? Uh -uh. Take the child to a better environment where he will succeed. Success is not about the child. It's about the parent. It's about the child. It's about the school. Don't put all the blame on the, on the child. Listen to the child. Maybe there was a particular child that he doesn't like. And more importantly, maybe you should also lead them to the law so that they can pray. So that they can pray. And be able to say, this is what God is leading me to do. Permit me to say this. When Omoba was in JSS 3 to XS1, the teacher called the counselor for the school, asked that Omoba cannot do science. She said she can only do art. And I said, what is the reason? Not because art is not good. They said because in JSS exam that they normally do, that she had P in mass. That anyone that has P mass cannot be in science class. You should be forced to go to hard class. I won't mention the name of the popular school. So I went to the counselor's office. Because I have time. And, they, and I told them, you are wrong. They say, why? I say, if she's in art class because she does not know mass. If she fails mass, will you allow her to go on? They say, no. If she failed mass in the SS3, will you allow her to proceed? Do we say she, she has graduated? They say no. I said, then why should you separate her? That she should be in a particular class. Because let her do the course that she wants to do. And do one mention something. Say, don't use your child for experiment. I say, it's better I use my child for experiment. I know her potential. So I changed her from that popular school. That people thought is the best in this town. To only branch in secondary school. In your class in SS1 to SS, how many were in the class? There were three. Three students, three. SS1, SS2, SS3. She was the best in the science there. But she never believed that she was actually the best. Because there were three. 
If you don't take number one, you take number two. You take number three. <laughs> so she was getting the mark, but she said, it's because we are few. If it's in class of 150, maybe I'll be number 140. But yeah, I said, okay, don't worry, go to A level. In the A level class in Oshobo, there were six. She was doing where she was leading them. Not so much confident. But in February, they sent all of them to Ibadan. We are in biology class. There were more than what? 500. She was in physics, chemistry, biology. There were more than 500. And in the biology class, they call us from Ibadan that your daughter is extra brilliant. She must not do anything other than Messio that she's leading the class. No, she has built that habit of success from the group of three. So when she was now exposed to deepest class, she can now succeed very well. So don't despise the day of little beginning. Even though the class is small and your child is coming first, don't worry. When she still meets, meets a, a class of 1,000, she will still be the best. It's just the culture and the attitude. And we thank God today that throughout our medical school, there was no single failure. That's one of the grace that I celebrate. No single receipts. Throughout the medical school. It is not of him that will it. Not that it is of him that run it. It's of God that showed mercy. The journey is long. It's rough. You know, I've pastor so many people. I've pastor my children that when they hear that they have passed, they will run around my house three times. And I've pastor students when they know that they have, they have failed. You will have to preach and preach and preach. They will all, almost have trauma. Because they will say, where do I begin again? I can't read this again. But God gave her the grace. She passed all her exam once. once. She did it with grace. We give God all the glory. Not because of us. Maybe because of his name. Maybe because he's bearing your mother. She's popular. <laughs> Maybe because God wants her to be a model also to other people that want to aspire to be great. As many of you that are hoping and praying, the idea of joy like this will come. Your joy will come in Jesus' name. Amen. Your expectation will not be cut short. Amen. And we do it with joy in Jesus' name. Amen. What it will take you to be happy over your children, the Lord will give it to you. If we protect them for you in Jesus' name, our joy will not turn to sorrow. In the name of Jesus. Shout hallelujah. But I don't think it will be fair enough if I don't allow my wife to shout hallelujah. Okay, okay, just stand up. Uh, yeah, you want to shout hallelujah? Praise the Lord. Okay, mama, shout hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Okay, on behalf of the church, I also want to thank God for everybody. There are some people that I did not ask them when they joined. Please, I'm sorry. If I didn't ask you, I want to thank you for your followership for the past 15 years. To me, we are successful as a church. We are successful. We are the first indigenous church in Oshobo that we have higher institution, that the headquarters is in Oshobo. So when Adeboye said this is Jesus' headquarters, 
He is very right. This is the headquarters, the first church that we part the youth directly that we have in our institution. So we are very happy that the Lord has given us this space and the opportunity to be a blessing. God has really helped this church in so many ways. So many ways. So many ways. We cannot begin to mention what God has done for us. But when you look at your life, especially those people that have joined us for so many years and they have a testimony, they should know that that testimony is our testimony together. Praise the name of the Lord. That you are doing well financially, emotionally, and uh, spiritually. It's a testimony that God has really called us. If you are happy this morning and you are happy coming to church, it's a testimony that God has called us. If for any reason you are the first person that gets married in this church, it's a testimony. <laughs> and uh, uh, Brother Wale, Brother Wale is the second couple, Abby. Yeah, the third. And I think the last time we checked the register, we had the sixth. That's not a small feat. We thank God. Sixth. That was the sixth. Sister Shike was the sixth that time. Sixth wedding in the church. I don't know whether some of you can remember all of them one by one that have gotten married. Okay, we have had Ibikini, Ibikechi. We have had Ibeji. We even had Ibeta. Ikerila. We have traveled far and wide. We have not been involved in a motor accident. We have had several attacks. But we have not been hurt. We are still standing. My wife said there are so many people that started with us. Some of them have died. Some of them have stopped. We have been involved in so many projects. But we are not dry. The money is still flowing. We are very grateful. One of my friends called me and said, Pastor Amos, I cannot continue anymore. I said, what is the problem? He said, I don't even have money to pay for the rent. We were classmates in the university. He said, I left Joss thinking that Joss is dry. And they told me that Lagos is better. I went to Lagos. Even to heat was a problem. Brother Amos, I've abandoned the drum. Sold whatever I can sell. And I've joined the workforce of Lagos. I'm no longer doing ministry again. I have suffered more than enough. Maybe God did not call me. A friend of mine called me and said, my husband had this call. I took cooperative to buy bandsets. I'm still paying for the speaker. <laughs> there are so many people that have suffered. Another person called me and said, "Ah, I think maybe the reason why it is not working is because I need a coffee. He abandoned the ministry to look for a coffering for his protection. He said he's having an attack. He collapsed in the bedroom and died. So many people have died like that. So many people are falling. Somebody said to me, nothing is working in this town. He said, I never know this, how hard it is. He said, nothing is working. I said, don't worry, it will work. He said, tell me. I said, look. The place where we are pastoring before, people know us as abundant grace. We are moving to a permanent site. When we move, just move there. Some people by mistake will still be entering the church. Just move there. He said, how much? 
I say four hundred and eighty thousand per annum. Say ah, we both and Palo should do ten thousand dollars. I say they use your money. He say keep any money. He left and killed the ministry. He's a pastor in one of the other ministries now. But God has been faithful. From one supply of blessing to another supply of blessing. We have never borrowed. We have never begged. There is no single bank that is chasing us for anything. Payment of debt. We want standard, yet God has been providing for us. We never lack anything. I want to thank God for his provision. His blessing. His faithfulness. His love. The confirmation of his word. They are too real. So if I begin to say the testimony about the church, some of them, you know it. Yourself, you know it. You know the testimony about this land. Testimony about this building. Testimony about the office building that you are seeing today. Testimony about a lot of things. How the Lord led us to do all these things without levying people. I come from a church where they levy. I want to 10,000. I want to 5,000. But God told me, you shall not levy anybody. I will put this in their heart to give. Whatever they give is okay. I was coming to the altar like this and the Lord told me, it's time to build office space. Just tell any, every member of the church to give a bag of cement. I will provide the rest. And before you know it, we build an office space. We are surprised. God did it for us. He answered our prayer. The same God that has not abandoned us, he will not abandon you. He will reward your faithfulness. He will answer your prayers. Whatever may be your prayer point, the Lord will answer it. In the name of Jesus. Today will be a good day for you. Turn your Bible to Genesis chapter 1, verse 28 to 31. And I'll be preaching on three things very quickly, maybe in the next 15 minutes. If we are very fast enough, we'll catch everything I want to say. Genesis chapter 1, verse 28 to 31. Romans chapter 5, verse 12 to 21, I'll be fast. Then God bless them. The Lord will bless you this morning. And said to them, be fruitful, multiply, feed the heart, subdue the heart, have dominion over the face of the sea, over the bed of the air, over every living thing that moves on the heart. Say with me, I will have dominion. I will reign in life. And God said, see, I have given you every herb that yields seed, which is on the face of all the earth. I have given you every tree whose fruit yields seed to you, it shall be for food. Somebody say amen. amen. Verse 30, also to every beast of the earth, to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth, in which there is life, I have given every green herb for food, and it was so. Somebody say it was so. Everything that is given to you, you possess this morning. Then God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Today will be your day in the name of Jesus. Reigning in life is what I want to preach about. God wants you to reign. When you reign, you have all around victory. When you reign, you have dominion. When you reign, you subdue the earth and possess it. There's a technicality to possessing your possession. You must learn how to reign. Romans chapter 5 verses 12 to 21. Romans chapter 5 
verse 22. Let's, let's be fast about it. I want you to see what the Bible is saying, how it happened. Therefore, just as true one man sin, Adam that was given dominion lost it because of disobedience. Sin entered the world and death through sin does death spread to all men because, because all sin through Adam. Adam lost that position. But we are about to regain it back. You will regain back the glory of man in the name of Jesus. Okay, verse 13. For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Verse 14. Quickly. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those who had not sinned, according to the likeness of the transgression of Adam, who is a type of him who was to come. Verse 15. But the free gift is not like the offense, not like sin. For if by one man's offense many died, much more the grace of God and the gift by the grace of the one man Jesus Christ abandoned to many. The grace to have dominion and victory, the Lord will give it to you. Amen. Say under Christ, I am born to have dominion. And I will have dominion. I will reign in life. Verse 16, quickly, we are going to 21. And the gift is not like that which came through the one who sinned, for the judgment which came from one offense resulted in condemnation. But the free gift which came from many offenses resulted in justification. Verse 17, this is our verse in this church. For if by one man's offense death reigned through the one, much more those who receive, say, I receive. Abundance of grace. Say, I receive the gift of righteousness. We reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. Say, I will reign in life. I can't hear you. Therefore, as true one man's offense, judgment came to all men, resulting in condemnation. Even so, true one man's righteousness, true one man's righteousness act, the free gift came to all men, resulting in justification of life. Verse 19. Verse 19, verse 19. For by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So also by one man's obedience, many will be made righteous. Because of Jesus, we are going to be made righteous in Jesus' name. Verse 21. Moreover, the law entered that the offense may abound, but where sin abounded, grace abounded much more. Much more grace will be upon you this morning in Jesus' name. So that as sin reign in death, even so grace might reign through righteousness to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. I pray that the grace of God will reign throughout your life in Jesus' name. How do you reign in life? Number one, you reign without fear. Anyone that is afraid cannot reign. Every animal in the jungle, they attack their prey through fear. When you are afraid, you are successful to attack. You attract evil. You must never be afraid. You must never be what? Afraid. See, I refuse to be afraid. Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 says, God has not given you what? The spirit of fear, but of boldness. Say with me, I'm going to reign. I will not be afraid in life. People are afraid of so many things. Some are afraid of failure. Don't worry. Even if you fail, you will succeed again. Don't be afraid of failure. If you fail, you won't be the first one that fail. You will still succeed. Some of you are afraid of success. 
I don't want to have much money so that I won't backslide. Don't worry, you know not backslide. The one that will make you to backslide, come and give it to me. <laughs> don't worry. Don't be afraid of success. Some people, when they are succeeding, they are afraid. And I don't want to be too much successful. I don't be afraid of success. Some are afraid of what people will say concerning them. Don't be afraid of what people say concerning you. And let them, don't let them, let them say anything they want to say. It cannot turn kalare. You know, come in one here. It cannot affect you. What people say against you does not matter. What matters is what God says concerning you. Some people are afraid of what people say concerning them. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of the future. The future is in the hand of the one that loves you. He will not abandon you. He will perfect what he has started concerning you. Never you live in fear. Don't be afraid. Never you be afraid. Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10 to 11. Put on Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10 to 11. Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10 to 11. What does he say? Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10 to 11. Fear not for I am with you. Say God is with me. Be not dismayed from your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. And I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Reach your right hand to heaven. Say God is with me. God will uphold me. God will strengthen me. He will not leave me. He will not abandon me. I will march forward. I will do great exploit in the name of Jesus. Say one powerful amen. amen. Behold, all those who are incensed against you shall be ashamed and disgraced. They shall be as nothing. And those who fight with you shall perish. That's God talking. He said, don't be afraid. Psalm 27 verse 1 to 3 says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Never you be afraid. Your salvation is near. God is on your side. Never you be afraid of anybody. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? If you are going for an interview tomorrow, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of the question they will ask you. Don't be afraid that you may forget some things. Don't be afraid. Never you be afraid. It is easier to succeed with boldness than to succeed with fear. Don't be afraid. Be bold. And if you don't know anything, say, I don't know it. Favor factor will work for you. I don't want one who I'm prophesying to. Don't be afraid of taking decision. Some of you, the reason why you are the same spot, all this why is because you are always afraid to take a major decision. God is speaking to your mind and you refuse to take decision. If I was afraid, I would not start this church. If I was afraid. Everything that you are seeing around me, they have come as a result of leading of the Holy Spirit. Do this and I will do it. Do this and I will do it. Do this. If I'm afraid, I will not take decision. And when you don't take decision, you don't move forward. The reason why so many people have not started business is because they were afraid. They were afraid. Never you be afraid of taking decision. If God is needed to take a major decision, take it. God will uphold you in the name of Jesus. Say, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Who is the strength of your life? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. You know, I've seen a lot though. I've seen a lot. I've seen somebody dropping the file of the church. I'm not working for you again. And I will say to him, you are not the Holy Spirit. Go. Go. Because at times when I love people, I love them with my own heart. And they will think they are indispensable. 
I say, you left thinking that you are the Holy Spirit. You are not the Holy Spirit. You are not the one that is the strength of my life. I'm not afraid of you. I'm not, I'm not afraid of anybody. I'm not afraid. It is God that upholds the church. One of my sons that have left the church came to greet me. He said, Daddy, I just want to greet you. I said, do you now see something? He said, sir, you have expanded. I said, because it is not me nor you that is doing it. It is God. Once God is still with the church, project will continue. That is the truth. Just believe that. The strength of your life is not even crowd. You know, so many pastors are too much interested in crowd. The strength of every church is God. The strength of church is God. If God be for us, who can be again? If God is on your side, he will give you blessing that money cannot buy. Bishop Depo at his level, he was saying, what is money? People are thinking that it is money. He said the greatest success that he has achieved is his children preaching and he's taking notes. He said it is not the anointing, it is a special grace upon his life. That in his lifetime, his son will be preaching to him and he will be writing it down. He said, look, money can never buy that. He said, it is not the crowd that I look at that make me happy. My own children in ministry, they are not in Biapalo. They are preaching the gospel. They love God and I'm jotting it down. He said, that is my success. You don't know how many people that are rich that their children is giving them heartache today. Yes. That my children are doing well. Say, it's enough testimony. Don't think I'm moved by the crowd, though. And he has crowd. Yet he says his success is his children. That's a lesson for all of us to learn. The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Never you be afraid. God is your strength. Psalm 23, verse 4. Do I walk through the valley of what? Of death. I will not fear. For you are with me. God will always be with you. Don't be afraid. Stop being fearful. Turn to your neighbor and say, don't be afraid. To have dominion, you must live without fear. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of anybody. Don't be afraid of what people can do against you. Okay, let's read Psalm, Psalm uh, 27 verse 1 to 3. Just because of my time. I don't Look at how Psalmist talked to himself. Psalm 27, put on verse 2. Look at Psalm 27 verse 2. When the wicked came against me to hit up my flesh, my enemy, my foes, they stumbled and fell. Verse 3, verse 3 quickly. Though an army may camp against me, my heart shall not fear. Hello? Talk to your neighbor, say, talk to your heart. You know why I'm saying this? Goliath came up in 1 Samuel 17 and told them, choose to embark that will fight me. The Bible says, when Israel heard it, they ran, scatter for fear. They were, he has not fought them all. He just, they just look at his status, the heights, and his boasting, and they were afraid. He took a 17-year-old boy, David, to say, let no man at fail because of this man. I will fight him. All the army were afraid. It is not your weapon that is important. It is your boldness. So we are thinking it's because I don't have money. It's a lie. It's because you are not bold. That's why you are not taking bold decisions. If you are bold, things will happen for you. The Bible says the righteous are as bold as lion. It took David to silence Goliath. 
You cannot kill a giant if you are not bold. Don't be afraid. Never you be afraid. You know in life, life is very funny. Ejinadele, do you know that even things that should not scare you will scare you? When you are supposed to fear. Things that you should not be afraid of at all will scare you. Some, are, some people, when they want to sleep, they are afraid. When they wake up, they are afraid. When they are traveling, they are afraid. When they come inside, they are afraid. When they are succeeding, they are afraid. And when you know that you are given to fear, they will now be prophesying fear into your life. Prophesying fear into your life. For what? For what? For what? Why should you be afraid? Why should you be afraid? You have to speak to yourself. Why should I be scared? The Lord used ordinary wind in 2 Kings chapter 7 to chase away a whole army. They abandon everything. Wind is still chasing people away from their blessing. Ordinary wind. People that cannot do anything. They'll just be chasing you. Because somebody says something to you. You're afraid. Why should you be afraid? Why should you be afraid? Never you live in fear. Proverbs chapter 3. I read two more and we go to the next. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 24. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 24. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 24. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. I can't hear your amen. amen. Say yes, I will not be afraid. Yes, you will lie down and your sleep will be sweet. Yes, we lie. Don't be afraid when you are sleeping. When I come out to you, cookie kuto day, they will die before death come. Never you be afraid. If God leads you to take a risk, take risk. Don't be afraid of anything. Don't be afraid. And the Lord will help you in Jesus' name. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14 to 15. The Bible says Jesus came so that he can deliver us from fear. I refuse to be afraid. If you want to enjoy your life and live a life, don't be afraid, though. Don't be afraid. And don't be afraid of anybody. In as much then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, himself likewise share in the same that true death might destroy him who had the power of death. That is the devil. Jesus has destroyed the one that has the power of death. So don't be afraid of death. And release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. One of the things that lifts people to bondage is fear of death. You heal so that you won't die. You fast so that you won't die. Yes, because, because of death, you are afraid. I pray that you not be afraid in Jesus' name. To reign and have dominion in life, you live without fear. You are firm and you are bold. Never you be scared. Anytime your heart is pumping, tell yourself, God is on my side. God is here. No problem. No problem. And as you are saying that to yourself, you will see the presence of the Lord enveloping you. Say, I refuse to be afraid. Shake up that beast into the fire. Don't be afraid. Number two way to have dominion is to live with your personal testimony. All the trial that you are going through now, they are personal testimony. That was what gave uh, David confidence to face Goliath. Acts chapter 14 verse 3 says, Long time they abode there in Jerusalem, speaking boldly in the Lord, and God was giving testimony to their word. One of the things that is giving me strength is testimony that I have received. Personal testimony. You used to, used to confront the enemy. Personal testimony. So document your personal testimony. Your work with God is not fun. 
It's not just it's, uh, it's not just a story. It's not just something that is casual. As many of you that are born again, remember those big things that the Lord has done for you and use it repeatedly against the devil. Revelation chapter 12 verse 11 says they overcome the devil by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. If you don't have testimony, you can't be strong. Testimony make you fight the devil. Testimony give you confidence time of, in time of the devil. Revelation chapter 19 verse 10. The Bible says the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So when you are testifying, you are prophesying to the future. Remember the testimony. When number was going for the final exam, Saturday before the Monday, we traveled to Bumasho to encourage her. And one of the things that I told her is, remember how you have passed all this exam. Remember a time you enter one exam, I can't remember the one now, and you said you went blank. And you started speaking in tongue in the exam hall. And you said, this exam is not going to fail. Holy Spirit, whether B or C, B or C, <laughs> I'm going to do. And you did it, and you passed. Remember when you are going through pediatrics and you are crying. That it seems that you are going to fail because of the man they pitch you to, to do to examine you. And you quickly encourage yourself, wipe away your tear, spoke in tongue, and begin to talk to yourself. I will not be afraid. This exam, I won't fail it. I must pass. I don't care who is examining me. I'm going to pass. And she said, when she got into the exam, the man has been annoyed by a previous candidate. So he said, I'm not going to ask any question. It was a gentleman that was, the partner that was asking and asking. He said, do you have any? He said, no, 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 just go, go. And she passed. <laughs> Remember your personal testimony. I said, those testimonies are what you are going to use for this exam. We don't want to come back in three months time for induction. You must do it with your mates. Your personal testimony. There's a time when the God of your father cannot help you. It is your testimony that will strengthen you. You must walk with God and have a personal testimony. Walk with God and begin to tell yourself, I have a personal testimony about my life. Let those personal testimony sustain you and help you to reign in life. All this, the God of my father, stop it. It's a shame on you that you don't know God yourself. African people, they are just fake people. Everything they attach, not attach it, I tap your grace, get your own grace. It's a useless thing now. You cannot even stand it. This is what God has done for me when I was in trouble. God is trying to teach you line by line, lesson by lesson, so that you'll be able to have your own personal testimony. And when you have your personal testimony, it makes you feel special. You have to know God to the extent that receive a miracle from him. And if you have never received a miracle before, today receive one. You see, I and the children that God has given unto me, we have a signs and wonder in Israel. So every day is a day of testimony. When you have problems, it's an opportunity to receive miracle. So you pray, Lord, I need this help. Help me. And it will help you. And that becomes your personal testimony. Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 8. He said, we are not ashamed of his testimony. You should not be ashamed of what God has done for you in the past. And don't forget them. Don't let anybody make you inferior. People that appreciate you, they will appreciate you because of what God has done in your life. Anybody that God has not done anything for in life cannot go far. I repeat, anybody that does not have a personal testimony of God 
cannot go far with Christ. Very soon they will backslide because they don't have personal testimony. Psalm 78, verse 41 to 42. I want to read that. And 1 Samuel 17, 34 to 37. Let's be very fast and I'm going to read it very quickly. Don't worry, we'll finish on time. Psalm, 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 Psalm. Put on Psalm. 78, verse 40 to 41. 1 Samuel 17, 34 to 37. Good. How often they provoke him in the wilderness and grieve him in the desert. When people follow God without testimony, they provoke God. It is difficult for me to pastor people that don't have testimony. I will beg you to attend church. I will beg you to give. I will beg you to join workforce. I will beg you to do it because you don't know who God is yourself. If you have a personal testimony of God, I don't need to beg you that God is a rewarder of them that seek him. If you know God yourself and you have a testimony of his faithfulness, look at what he says. Yes, again and again. They tempted God and limited the only one of Israel. How? Verse 42, point 42. They did not remember his power. That is his testimony. The day when he redeemed them from their enemy. When you forget his power, you are limiting God. When you remember his power and you keep testifying about it, you are magnifying God. Your heart will receive confidence and you are going to reign. One of my guys in those days asked me, why are you so confident in life? The university librarian was a junior librarian then under him. And I told him, sir, it's not because I don't appreciate this job. It's because I know the one that gave me the job. With due respect, sir, if I lose this one, I'll get another one. I don't care how many people are outside looking for a job. I'll get another one. I'm very sure of that. I'm very sure that I can never be jobless in life. He was shocked because so many people are worshipping him. Because they know that if you write query or write anything, they will lose their job. I say, no. I know I enter. I don't have connection to enter. God spoke to me. So if I lose this one, I'll get another one. I was not afraid. I will not turn my salary to my God. They did not remember his power. The day when he redeemed them from their enemy. Never you forget the power of God in your life. The testimony that you have is the power of God in your life. Always say it. God asked me, look at my generous, the big man of God that you know in this time. One testimony, you can hear it ten times in ten tape. Especially the body boy. He can repeat his testimony when I was this in 1978. He never get tired of preaching about his personal testimony. Go and preach your own testimony. Remember what God has done for you so that you can reign. That is how people reign in life. Mentioning the things God has done for you back to yourself. Is what gives you the power to reign. The devil will tell you, God hates you. He has not done anything for you. Tell the devil, shut up. I know where I started. I know what I have. I know what I have now. I know how God has helped me. The devil will keep short. First Samuel 17, 34. But David said to Saul, your servant used to keep his father's sheep. And when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock. Verse 35, quickly. Put on verse 35. I went out after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from its mouth. And when it arose against me, I caught it by its beard and struck and killed it. Verse 36. Your servant has killed both lion and bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them. Seeing he has defied the army of the living God. Verse 37. Moreover, David said, The Lord would deliver me from the paw of the lion 
and the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. How will I ask you to go if you don't have a personal testimony? You can't go forward without your personal testimony. What has God done for you before? I was having a vision in the night. Sometimes ago, a woman was being asked to carry a load of bondage. And she was telling me, Help me adjust the cushion, the osuka. She was carrying. I said, But you are sweating. This load is too heavy for you to carry. Come on, bring it down. And when she brought the load down, I discovered it was stone that was there. Shared this some years back. And I said, The person that put this load on you must be wicked. This is not your load. Walk freely. All of a sudden, some people rose against me in that fashion. And they started throwing an arrow. And I started speaking in tongue. Firing back at them. And they all disappear and I wake up. And I say, it does not matter who is putting load upon you. You are going to go free. And there is nothing anybody can do against me. Nothing. That is the testimony. Nothing. No weapon form against me shall prosper. I don't care. If I pray for you, the attacker can come to me. They will perish and die. They will perish and die. Said no. So you must have testimony. It is testimony that helps you to move forward. Number three way to reign quickly is to reign with the righteousness of Christ. Righteousness mentality gives you the staff of office to reign. Must reign. Those who receive the gift of righteousness shall reign in life. Why do I know this? How do I relate it to Old Testament? In 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 22 to 23, or 32, precisely verse 26, David said, this man is a Jew uncircumcised. I am circumcised. The circumcision of the spirit in New Testament is the gifts of righteousness. When you believe that you are righteous, you can ask the devil to shut up. Ask the devil to shut up. And they will shut up. Because you are righteous by faith. Then David spoke to the man who stood by him, saying, What shall be done for the man who killed this Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine? When anybody is fighting you and is an unbeliever, tell them you are not righteous. How can the unrighteous person be fighting against somebody that God has given the gift of righteousness? See, there's nothing. Against the righteous. No evil shall befall the righteous. I've quoted that scripture very much. And most of you do not even know where it belongs. I traveled to the University of Nigeria in Sukkot with my small Toyota cell with borrowed tire. All the way from Okumosho to Isuka. And I went to the mechanic workshop to just check some things. And one of the pastors saw me and said, Brother Amos. You are from the, your place with this car? I said, yes. He said, this small car? I said, yes. With this Tokuba tire. In those days, Tokuba tire, they are real Tokuba tires. You will see that they are used and used all over. I even borrowed them. He said, this is how the devil kill young pastors when they are careless with their life. Like all this tire cannot get you down. It can just bust on the highway and you die. He looked around several times and pity me. 
I turn to Proverbs chapter 12, verse 21. That says, No evil shall befall the righteous. And I decree that no evil will befall me in the name of Jesus. Somebody say amen already. Put it, put it, put it on Proverbs chapter 12, verse 21. Remember it so that you can use it to pray. No grave trouble will overtake the righteous, but the wicked shall be filled with evil. And I want to say, no evil before the righteous. So I told my wife, because she traveled, I said, no evil will before the righteous. Fasten your seatbelt. I'm going to speed, and the time cannot burst. And by the time we got to Boomer Shop, we discovered that the battery has shifted to another place. But no evil happened. Travel in the night, travel in the morning, no evil will befall the righteous. I prophesy upon you today, no evil will befall you. As we are running up the year, no evil will befall you. No sorrow will come to your family. You shall not lose any of your family members. The word of God says, no evil will overtake the righteous. No evil. No evil. It does not matter what people say. Because you are righteous in Christ, no evil will befall you. Raise your right hand to heaven. Say, over my children, over my wife, over my husband, over my family. No evil will overtake me. As I travel the journey of life, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. Somebody feel like standing up, begin to decree, no evil will befall me. In the name of Jesus, no evil will befall me. Evil will not overtake me. Evil will not come over my family. I will not sorrow over. If you are a blessing to your family member, make sure you are praying. I will not bury my husband prematurely. I won't bury my wife prematurely. No evil will befall the righteous. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Esther chapter 6, verse 13. Let's read Esther chapter 6, verse 13. You are using it to pray. You will believe that you are righteous. There are some of you I have been preaching to you for the past 15 years. When you still want to pray, we say, If you don't believe that you are righteous, certain blessings will not come to you and you cannot reign in life. And I know some of you don't understand this thing. I've told you that it's another thing for you to be with me. It's another thing for you to learn from me. God gave his righteousness to people that believe in Christ. Through Jesus, you receive the gift of righteousness. You should not kneel down again and be saying, eh, I, my sin. There is nothing like that for people that receive the gift of righteousness. The gift of righteousness is not work for. It's a gift. So that you can be confident in prayer. If you don't believe that you are righteous, you cannot reign. When Ammon told his wife, watch this, Ceres and his friend, everything that had happened to him, his wise men, his wife, Ceres said to him, if Mordecai before you have begun to fall, is of Jewish descent, you will not prevail against him, but will surely fall before him. Every Ammon before you, they will fall before you. They will not prevail against you. What gave Mordecai victory? The father is a Jew. Unbelievers say it's because he's a Jew. That's why he's winning. You can't stand against him. Haman planned execution of Mordecai. 
He told his friend, I am not happy because this man is not bowing down to me. They say, raise a gallow that will kill him. Go to the king. The king is your friend. Say, please help me to kill this my enemy. This one first before all the Jews. So he went to the king's palace to request for the permission. But God was speaking to the king. There is a man in the kingdom that you should honor. And as the, the king asked, who is in the palace that want to see me? They said, it's Amman. He said, Amman, come in. Amman came. He said, there is something in my mind. He said, oh God, he said, don't worry. But let me tell you what's in my mind first. There is somebody in this kingdom I want to honor. Who is that person? What should I give him? He said, anyone you want to honor, give him a lovely crown. Everybody loves crown. Let him ride the king's horse. Give him the king's apparel. And let him march throughout the city. Let the king's officials shout behind him. This is the person that the king delights to honor. Go around the town and do it. If you are to the person, how will you be? When they say, announce to everybody that your enemy is the person that the king loves. He did this shamefully. He was not happy. So the Bible says he did it. He cannot reject the assignment of the king because of Balusa and Bo. So he said, okay, I will do it. He was now announcing to everybody he has announced to that he hates Mordecai. He was now announcing, this is the person that the king loves. By saying that already, people will not like you. He did that around the time. I pray for you. God will announce you. In the midst of your enemy, he will justify you. He will promote you. He will advance you. He will lift you up. He will give you honor. Honor that money cannot buy. The Lord will give it to you. As I know that money cannot buy. That's one of it when, that I received. When I was being inducted. My wife was telling me, please be relaxed. Because someone was doing this to me. Daddy. Daddy. He said, no, don't be excited. Too excited in this place. You and your daughter, no, leave her, leave her. I said, daddy. I sat in front. Money cannot buy that now. So he now told his wife and his wise men what has happened. And they said, the man is winning because he's a Jewish descent. You can't prevail against him. Raise your two hands to heaven. Raise it high. No matter how high, how difficult, how intelligent, how powerful, how charmful, how wicked your enemies, they will not prevail against you. Amen. He said, you will surely fall before him. I speak in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever represents your enemy, whether human being or the devil, they will surely fall before you. Amen. Say amen three times. You will not hear the food of your enemy. What it? Isaiah chapter 54 verse 17. We read that and we are going to pray. Claiming the righteousness of Christ for our freedom and dominion. There is nobody that should dominate and harass you. There is a grace factor that is working for you. There is an opportunity for you. There is blessing for you. There is grace for you. There is open door for you. Why should not enjoy your life? No weapon form against you shall prosper. How many years ago did I preach this verse that you know me? This was the verse I preached when you first heard my message. How many years ago? 
2004 was when I preached this verse. Form against me shall prosper. I am born to reign. I have dominion. I have dominion over sickness. I have dominion over poverty. I have dominion over attack. I will reign over the affairs of life. I will have joy. I will rejoice. I will enjoy prosperity. I will enjoy divine lifting. I am born to reign and I'm going to reign in the mighty name of Jesus. From glory to glory, from victory to victory, from blessing to blessing, nothing will dominate me. I am born to reign in the mighty name of Jesus. I will not become a casualty. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will keep you in your going out. He will keep your coming back. No issue befall you in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Open your eyes. Your friend will not say, Your life will move from glory to glory. From testimony to testimony. From favor to favor. From increase to increase. From blessing to another blessing. It will come upon you in Jesus' name. Raise your two hands to heaven. Say, it is from glory to glory. From favor to favor. From blessing to blessing. My blessing will not dry up. My anointing will not dry up. My glory will not dry up. I am increasing. The path of the just is like a shining light. I am reigning and I continue to reign. All the days of my life. I will reign in prosperity. Some of you are not talking. When I begin to reign, don't envy me. Don't envy me because you are not talking. Me, I'm going to reign. Reign as a king. Reign in life. I will enjoy dominion in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Open your eyes. I want to say that I want to you. I want to love one, Lori Meji. People that are blessed, they are human beings like you. You too can be blessed and be happy. That's the truth. Because I talk to my daughter, they are Latin love. It is here that will make it. You too, you will make it. You will succeed and expand. Whatever you lay your hand upon will prosper. I prophesy on you. In this country, you will not be frustrated. The blessing of God will walk upon your hand. In the name of Jesus. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, prosper the work of my hand. Let me reign and have dominion. In the mighty name of your verse, I don't want to be behind. I want to be in front. You shall be ahead. You shall be the lead. You shall be the head. And not the tail. You shall be above only. And not beneath. I'm meant to be above. I'm meant to reign. I'm meant to have dominion. I must prosper. In the mighty name of Jesus. The work of my hand must prosper. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus name we have prayed. Somebody said power must change hand. If you don't have money. Power must change hand to you. If you are the one that is having money, money must remain your hand. <laughs> are you hearing me? 
So when we are saying power must change, we know what we are talking about. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, let your glory, your power, and your blessing be upon my hand in the name of Jesus. Let my hand rule. Let it rule. Come on, let it rule. Open your mouth and prophesy to your hand. Let it rule. My hand will not be withered. I will not be a weakling. Open your mouth and pray. We are meant to raise champions in life. Champions in life. I'm going to reign and rule. I'm going to reign and rule. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus name we have prayed. Oluwa to fi mole sasobura. Oluwa ninu mole oru. Ni bi mole ayira yewa. Agbara la lo mi asu. Oluwa jo fa lori ayewa. again, nothing must scare you. The Bible said the righteous are as bold as lion. We are going to deal with every spirit of fear. I don't care the fear or the devil in your father's house. All of them must be pulled down right now. The fear of bad dream. The fear of death. The fear. Every fear the devil is planting in your heart. Every seed that my father has not planted. Every seed of fear shall be uprooted in Jesus' name. Amen. You take your deliverance in your hand by the knowledge you have had. You will say, the Lord is my light. The Lord is my salvation. The Lord is the strength of my life. I refuse to be afraid. I will not be afraid. Go ahead and begin to prophesy to yourself. I will not be afraid of the future. I will not be afraid of God's blessing. I will not be afraid of taking decision. I banish spirit of fear. Spirit of fear, get out. In the name of Jesus, I receive grace to be free from fear. I will not be afraid of bad dream. I will not be afraid of death. I will not be afraid of attack. I will not be afraid of what people will say. I refuse to live in fear. Open your mouth. Separate yourself from fear. You cannot enjoy your life where you live in fear. 
the righteous he has bold as a lion i will not be afraid i'll be bold i'll be strong i'll be bold i'll be strong i'll be bold come on come on come on come on come on come on like para ba 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 lenkele prekele bokuste debo deliver yourself deliver yourself from fear every negative dream we bury you now i refuse to be afraid in the name of jesus in the name of jesus in jesus mighty name we have prayed everything that is making you to fear today they die today they fall today they become as nothing anything that want to bury you will be buried alive in the mighty name of jesus in the mighty name of jesus say i will not be afraid i refuse to be afraid i refuse to be afraid i will not be afraid of anybody i will not be afraid of anything i receive the boldness of the righteous i have said it before if you have a lion heart you will have a lion share if you are fearful you cannot enjoy your life if you are fearful even your staff will scare you because you don't know your rights never you be afraid fear is one of the things that is not aligned so many people possess their possession we don't even know who you are because of fear you are neither here nor there ah they want to catch you here you are afraid you compromise they want to catch you here some of you are born again for years but you can't take your stand because you are afraid of what people will say don't be afraid of anybody there is nothing they can do nothing absolutely nothing be bold and take your stand Look at your boss in the face. I'm born again, sir. I can't do it. Simple and direct. I can't. I can't compromise. I'm born again. And look at your staff in the face and tell them, I'm born again. This is my principle. There is nothing they are going to do. Be bold to take a stand and a position on any issue. Absolutely nothing they can do. It's only the bold people that reign, that rule. There is no weakling among the righteous. We are bold as lions. We are bold. Every animal in the jungle, they ask what they use to scare their prey. Once they scare their prey, the scientists said that they secrete something that the carnivorous animal will smell that will cause them to pursue them. If you refuse to move, they cannot move you. If you refuse to bow, there is no way they will conquer you. Some years back, I don't know whether three or four years ago, my mother was still with me. We had some helpers of my mom. They want to come into the house. Where my mother was staying is the house at the back. So they mistakenly enter my yard and the dogs were loose. The dog barked and moved aggressively towards them. But thank God, maybe they know the tactics of the dog. They stay with the wall and they say, mm. The dog said, they were not moving. The dog was waiting for them to run. But they refused to run. They were just doing like this. They did not serve the blood of Jesus. They did not serve the Holy Ghost. They did not serve... Because some of you, you serve the blood of Jesus, you are still running. 
That's why the devil is pursuing you. You say in Jesus' name, but ah, you are still running. So they were not running. And when my dogs move around and see that people are not running, they turn back. And we lay, they are not enemy, Jari. And they quietly escape. But we used to have one uh, staff. Hola. Anytime here, bro, he would just jump on the, on the fence. And the dog will push him. He will not want to bite, but they will push him around the street. He will even open the gate and the dog will push him around. He will run him. When you are afraid, the dog will pursue you. The dog will pursue you. And that's why some dog owner will say, Emosa, 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 But once you are not afraid, they will not bounce on you. This year, you will not be afraid. Say, I refuse to be afraid. I will not be intimidated. In the mighty name of Jesus. You know, at times I'm surprised that unbelievers are bold, extremely bold. I'm, I'm, I wonder at times where they get the confidence. But the believer at times, maybe because they are righteous, they think gentility has to do with timidity. Raise your right hand to heaven. I refuse to be timid, I will be bold. Father, give us fresh fire for boldness. Fresh fire. For boldness, Amen. for courage, Amen. ability to live without fear. Amen. Let it come upon your children. Amen. Help us to have dominion Amen. in the name of Jesus. Say my three times.